Young PR Pros is celebrating their birthday. They're one year old. Stay tuned for more information on how they're going to celebrate their birthday in May. podcast for the young and young at heart PR pros looking for tips and advice on how to build and advance their careers. I am Christine Simpson in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm Julia Kent, also in Ottawa. So first I want to start off by saying you probably noticed that young PR pros took a little bit of a breather, a little bit of a break, and that was because um, the producer, Christine, uh, was uh, on uh, vacation and we, I tried to pump out a show before we left, but, you know, things happen. Um, but I think this is just a good reminder to remind everyone that um, the world's not going to end if you go on vacation, which is uh, one thing that I find a lot of public relations professionals and communications and market, marketing, we're in a very high pace environment and a very demanding industry I find and I know that a lot of people have a very hard time letting go when they go on holidays but you know yes we missed two episodes and you know um, young PR pros missed two weeks of episodes but the world continued and the world goes on and now we're back on regular schedule and I think it's a you know a good reminder to everyone that taking time off and you know not worrying too much about the little things the world will go on even if you're, you know, if you're gone and, and trying to relax. So to take take advantage of your vacation, basically, which is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Young PR pros go on vacation, too. Exactly. And Everyone I'm in the middle of time. that right now, <laughs> thinking the world's <laughs> going to end on, with my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we all need time off and uh, we all need to remind each other that the world's not going to end if we leave the office or if we leave our podcast or if we leave our email or if we leave Twitter or whatever it is, if you leave it for a little bit, everything will be um, fine and you'll be able to, you know, come back to normal. Anyway, so today what we're going to talk about is we're following up to some other videos uh, that we took at the IABC student event called After Graduation hosted at Carleton University. Um, and we have Kelly Rusk, the president of IEBC Ottawa, talking about um, mentors and uh, what her mentor uh, means to her. So here's uh, Kelly Rusk talking about her mentor. So, first introduce yourself. I'm Kelly Rusk. I'm uh, the president of IABC Ottawa. Okay. And uh, you also work where? I work as a senior account executive at Ben Feltz again. Okay. So the question that I was looking to get answered today, and I know that you have a mentor, so I know you're going to be able to answer this one. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners have been asking, how's the best way to find a mentor? Uh, what are the steps to find someone? And how do you keep that mentor for the length of your career? That's a really great question. <laughs> Uh, I don't actually have a mentor. Um, I definitely have probably three or four people who are like a mentor to me, um, who I keep in close contact with and this and that, but I don't, I've never actually formally asked someone to be my mentor. Um, but basically, it's, it's relationship building like anything else, and it's very much, um, I think, the, the mentor-mentee relationship is, you know, you're helping them as much as they're helping you. So, again, sort of being available, answering questions, um, 
uh, asking questions, uh, just calling them on the phone every once in a while. It's the right way to stay in, stay in contact. Okay. All right. So uh, one thing that I find funny when Kelly first starts talking is she says, oh, I don't have a mentor. And then she keeps going on and she talks about how she she doesn't use the word mentor, but the person that she um, talks to or, or the people that she um, asks advice from is basically they're doing the same the same job as a mentor, but she just doesn't use that word. So I think one of the things that I want to start our conversation off with today is that the word mentor, just like we talked about with in previous episodes about the formal word networking, we have all these formal words when we're talking about building and advancing your career, but in reality, it's just you know common sense. A mentor is someone that you go to to ask for advice. That could be your father, it could be your mother, it could be a teacher, it could be a colleague, and it, it could be a friend. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you don't have to show up at someone's door and say, will you be my mentor? Like It doesn't have to be so formal. It could just be someone that you trust and you respect their opinion. And um, um, my mentor, for example, is one of my old teachers, uh, and and I've I've mentioned his name a thousand times on the on the show is Stephen Heckbert, but he and he's my my main mentor when it comes to choosing you know what do, what do I want to do to advance my career, but I have different mentors when it comes to personal affairs like you know moving on in, in life I've got women in my life that I go to uh, especially as I you know, think about getting married and having a family, I've got mentors that I go to and ask advice on when should I have kids, when should I buy a house, what should I do about my finances, like, you know, I have different kind of mentors. It's almost like each little pocket of my life has a different person that I go to for advice. Yeah, and, you know, I think that we need to stress that this whole mentor thing, it's not, it doesn't have to be a formalized Thing. I mean, you know, I'm a part of a mentorship mm-hmm. program at, at Carleton University, and I know that, um, you know, a lot of uh, organizations like that have mentorship programs, but it really doesn't have to be formalized. And, and, and like Kelly, my mentors were never formalized. Um, you know, one of my very first mentors was, was uh, a, a professor at university as well, um, uh, David Tate, who's a journalism prof and still works there. He's wonderful, and I could go to him about anything related to career path, to personal, like anything. He just was an all-around incredible guy and probably should have been a shrink, Um, although he's a fabulous journalist. But more recently, when I've started to be in the workforce as a young PR pro, um, Tara LaPointe, um, who is uh, probably known to a lot of our listeners, um, she's the VP of Marketing for the International Association of Business Communicators, IABC, and also the head of um, marketing for the Canadian Council for the Arts. Um, she has been instrumental, and honestly, I could probably credit her for getting the job that I currently have. She helped me out so much with my resume. Um, and then my dad. I, my mm-hmm. dad is you know, a very successful professional, and I, I don't do anything without consulting him. So um, these, these aren't formalized things. If, if you know, someone ran into Tara or David or my dad and they wouldn't introduce, they wouldn't say, oh, you know, Julia, oh, I'm her mentor. Um, and quite frankly, I don't know that they know that I refer to them like that. Um, yeah. But they're there. They're there for me, and they are going to give me the best advice they can give me anytime we talk. 
And um, uh, another kind of mentor that I have um, is, you know, Ginny Dietrich. Uh, I, now, I do know her personally, but when I, f- I first started considering her as a, as a mentor, as someone to look up to, even before I met her in person, and I just loved, you know, reading her blog, um, and as, you know, the producer of Inside PR, I loved listening to her voice and listening to all her advice and listening to, you know, her experiences, and even before I knew her, I was still considering her as a mentor. And again, it doesn't have to be formal. I don't have to walk up to her and say, will you be my mentor? It's just, again, it's someone that I look up to and someone that um, I go to for advice. And for Ginny, it was going to her blog and, you know, what's next and, 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 and watching, you know, watching her blog for some really good um, advice on how to advance my career. Now, one of the things that I've, I've had some um, people ask me this before, you know, how, how do you... How do you go about finding a mentor? Everyone says, how do you find it? And if we go back to not wanting to formalize this whole mentorship um, program kind of thing, there's no program that you have to enter. But sometimes it's still hard to go, like, who who do you choose to follow? Who do you choose to ask advice to? And um, Julia, I was wondering, you know, when did you say, you know, for for all the things related to my career, I'm going to go to this one person? Was there a moment that you said, this is who I consider my mentor, or was it kind of gradual? It was very gradual, and, and I feel like instincts play, you know, and, and, and connection plays a large part in this. Like, I felt like I could talk to my prof. That's why, you know, I felt he was approachable. I felt he was helpful. I felt he really honestly cared about my success. Um, so it made me want to talk to him. It has to be somebody that you're comfortable with, that you, that you trust, um, and that you know that you want to open up to and and be honest with um you know you find them in the strangest of places it's like finding a partner (laughs) you you stumble (laughs) upon them and you never really know you know where where they're gonna pop up I mean the way I met Tara was the most convoluted you know connections through multiple different people and different work environments and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and I'm so thankful that I did and we're still in touch but um you know, you stumble upon them. Um, I think the biggest thing, for example, if you haven't stumbled upon that person, and right now you're a young PR pro and you're like, geez, I really need someone like that, and I don't have anybody that that, that I felt that connection with. Mm-hmm. If that's happening to you, I think that what you really just need to do is expand your network and invest a little bit more in the relationships that you, that you make that way or that you already have. And when you get to know more about somebody then you can probably evaluate a little bit better on whether or not they'd be a good mentor for you. I think another thing that was a big deciding factor in who I was considering a mentor was I looked at their career. I looked at where they had been, where they had mm-hmm. gone, and, and where they planned on going. And if it aligned with what I wanted to do in my future, I figured, well, this must be the right person. This is the person I want to talk to. And that's what I felt with Stephen Eckbert. I mean, yes, he was my teacher, and, and you know, he, he taught me for two years, and he's the one who helped me get into public relations and establish a good career and establish the base. But I also looked at his career, and I looked at where he was in his career, and I said, you know what, if I'm, you know, just a sliver of what he is, at, at his age, then I'll be happy, right? So right. it's looking at their career. And same with Ginny, exact same thing with Ginny. I looked at how successful Ginny was and where she was and what she was doing, and I said, you know what? I'd love to be her in, you know, 
10, 15 years, whatever it is. Um, another question we got regarding to mentors was from uh, Ravini, and it's at Ravini under G, and uh, she's a follower and a fan of Young PR Pros. And she asked us, how do you establish a good relationship with them, and how do you keep that relationship going? And I think that's really important. So we've talked about how to establish you know, a relationship with them. You find them, and you you know, you see if they match your career and if you feel comfortable with them, you know, you find that relationship. But it's just like you said, Julie, it's also um, making sure that you uh, keep that that relationship strong and going. And it's just like having a relationship with your partner. You have to make sure that you don't take too much and that you respect their space and you're not calling them at three o'clock in the morning saying, <laughs> yeah. oh, what do I do about this time? Or what do I do about this part of my career? And et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, you, you've got to respect their space and respect their time and and give as much as you're you're taking if if you're taking advice from them if there's anything that you can give back to them then make sure you could do that oh i totally agree i mean we're willing to help people out that are just getting started or that that we have an expertise in all the time but you know it's it's not a one-way street you can't just take 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 and expect them to be there all the time right um, exactly. But at the same time, I mean, someone's going to know if something's urgent and you need them right away. Like they're going to, yeah. they're going to, they're going to feel that. Um, for example, if you had a job offer on the table and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. I got to respond by midnight or I got to respond in 24 hours. You know, a good mentor is going to be there for you in that situation and give you some really honest yeah. advice. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel silly. Like we're talking about finding the one. And you'll, you'll just you'll just know and it'll happen you'll know, when you yeah. least expect it it sounds like a love story basically when you're finding your mentor it's finding your your career partner basically um yeah, yeah. no I, I i totally agree with um uh what you were saying about the mentor is going to be there for you when i had my my current job uh when i had that on the table they had given me you know um a set deadline that i had to come back and tell them yes i'm interested or no i'm not interested and because it wasn't a job that i actively went out and searched for and i and, and it was some it was them coming to me asking if i was interested it it it, it was hard to make that quick decision Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make sure I was smart about it. So what I did is, you know, um, I actually texted my mentor and I said, so I've got this offer. I was wondering if you could give me a call and let me know this is, and, and it was very, you know, straightforward. I'm like, this is when I have to give the offer. If you have time to give me a call before then, that would be great. And within 10 minutes, he was on the phone with me and we had a half an hour conversation. And once that was done, I was on the phone with the with uh, with my current employer saying, okay, I'm taking it, you know, and yeah. it, it, it's, you know, the, a good mentor. And like you said, when you find the one, it's going to be the one and, and, and they're going to help you through the career. Now, one other thing that I want to mention is sometimes mentors are going to change. So you may have a mentor early in your career, someone who is, you know, way above you and in, in, in who's a director of communications or something like that. But as you grow in your career, you start sometimes needing to change your mentors. And, and I was talking to someone about this at an IABC event, someone who was an, an, a director of communications. And I was asking her about, well, you're a director, so where do you go up from there? Who's your mentor, right? I mean, there's no one above you, right? And she said, it doesn't always have to be someone who's above you. And she said that she actually takes a lot of her advice from um, uh, students who are just coming out of school. And the reason she says that is because 
you when as you grow in your career, you know, you're you're taking advice from those who are wiser and, and naturally older and, and who have um, you know, experience on the traditional public relations or traditional communications or traditional marketing. But as you grow in your career, you still have to make sure that you're still current with the industry. So for her, she does have mentors where she looks up to people that are older, older than her and and who are maybe retired at that point, but are, you know, still giving her advice up until the day that she retires. But she also considers some of her uh, younger friends and and students that she's very close to that maybe consider her as a mentor, but she considers, considers them as a mentor. And because these are the, you know, she says they're fresh out of school and they give you a completely different perspective and it's actually given her perspective perspective on what she wants to do in her career and maybe things that she wanted to change and she ended up going back to school for it so that she could add to her career so anyway it's it's really interesting to think that your your mentor doesn't always have to be older than you and it, it could be someone the same age as you it's just again it's a mentor or someone you go to for advice and that's what I see a mentor as. exactly someone you trust Exactly. Someone you trust. Well, I think that brings our episode to a close. Um, If you have any uh, questions or comments or ideas um, or even a story of, you know, who your mentor is and how you stumbled upon the one, the the, the long love story (laughs) of finding your career mentor, um, feel free to uh, send us an email at youngprpros at gmail.com or you can catch us on Facebook, on Google Plus, on uh, Pinterest, on LinkedIn, or just catch us on Twitter at Young PR Pros, at Christine Simpson, and at Kim